0: Where it's at. I got two Dan tables and a microphone.
1: (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to Where It's At. Fuck, Dan. Jesus (laughs) Jesus Christ. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host. Dan Hornstein. If you haven't heard us before, this podcast is a music-based podcast for anyone who enjoys being high on melatonin and around midnight after eating too much crawfish. <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast, what was the
2: soundtrack to that experience? That's how I throw it down. That's
0: <laughs> 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 the album you picked?
2: <laughs> odd blood. Yes. Yeah, uh, odd blood in your stool. Shitty odd blood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, on this podcast, Dan and I each pick an album for the week, listen to it, and then come together, give a brief bio of the artists, and then discuss why we picked them, and then we have a conversation about it. Uh, real quick, before we get into the music, you can find me on Instagram at Mr. 21, and you can find Dan at Dwight Privilege. You can also send us an email at wearpod@gmail.com at gmail.com.
2: See, he's real good about that stuff early on in the podcast life. You get a couple episodes in and he stops, mm-hmm. stops doing the social, stops doing the email. He's mm-hmm. like, it's very much fuck it at that point. Um, and this asshole who hates everything is named Adam
1: Radcliffe. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yay! laughs> Guest episode. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, do you want to explain to Adam what Sniggles are? Because we're going to do Sniggles first.
0: Adam, we always start these podcasts with a segment that we call Sniggles. Where we review a new single that we hadn't heard. The reason we call it Sniggles uh, is, is just kind of a fun story for me. Back in several years ago, don't make that face already. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live next to a guy who uh, was in, he was like in his 20s in Seattle when grunge broke. You ever seen the movie Singles with Cameron Crowe? No. The camera Crowe flake Nobody has. and <laughs> But it's got like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Alice in oh, Chains. Oh, they're and it in it, it takes right? place in Seattle. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I heard about this.
0: And um, according to Grant, the guy that I used to live next to, everybody who was there, all the bands, really hated doing that movie. They thought it was very cheesy. Uh, so they never called it Singles. They always called it Sniggles. <laughs> and that's why we call our thing Sniggles. Yes.
1: Good story. So... Dan, what I did you pick
2: it. this yeah, week for Sniggles? <laughs> 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 I, I don't even want to do this now. Uh, no, you okay. guys are cool with those uh, terms and all that. It's fun, man. It is fun. I okay. thought it was just like some kind of like just a cute sounding thing. And then you it told a story cute. and it uh, but it's got some somehow context. made it worse. Um, but grunge.
0: Yeah. Okay, so this week.
2: Yeah, see, because they said that word too much, that's why they all killed themselves, or ODs. Sniggles, that's what what did it? Yeah, they're all dead.
0: Except for Pearl Jam.
2: (laughs) Oh, the worst one. Still going strong. I don't know which one I like, less, Pearl Jam or uh, Soundgarden. I mean, they're not terrible, don't get me wrong. They both have really good songs, but they're by far and away below Nirvana and Alice in Chains, in my opinion.
0: Didn't we already do this? Yeah, yeah, we talked about this. We had, yeah. We've been down this road before. Adam <laughs> beats a dead horse Radliff.
2: Yeah. I am nothing if not consistent. This is going to be a long episode. Yeah. It's going to be a long one. <laughs> yeah. So Dan, what did you pick this all right, week? So
0: I, I did something different this week. I wanted to pick a live performance. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, buddy of ours, we all know, Chad Alexander, mm-hmm. sent me this song. We we like to talk music a lot. It's the band Royal Blow. and it's their performance of Boilermaker live on Radio X and um, Chad sent this to me he's like dude this is you know he's really into this group I've heard a lot of Royal Blood I've listened to a few of their albums he goes check this out it's way better than the record and I gotta say listening to it I agree I think this performance I went and listened to some of the tracks on their new album that just came out this is a lot better. It's it's a lot more raw. It's got better sound quality to it. Whoever produced or engineered the audio live. performance of the live thing uh deserves an award in my book because this just sounded really cool and great. And it's got a lot more energy than the actual recording on the album. Mm-hmm. Um Royal Blood is they're a two-piece band it's a guy playing bass and singing and a drummer, but they did have some backup vocals on this one, which I thought was really cool. So it's the same setup as the band that we've reviewed death from above 1979. I'll be honest between the two bands, I preferred death from above 1979. Chad would disagree with me. He likes Royal blood a lot more. Um, but yeah, I I think this is, this was a really cool song. What did you guys think?
1: I loved it for many reasons. One, the live aspect of it, like the, the, Photoc- the, no worries. <laughs> the way the video was shot, it was cool. The lights. Um, the first thing I noticed, though, was something that's very trivial but very personal to me. The drummer's wearing the San Francisco Giants hat, so I was like, "Fuck yeah, these guys are amazing."
0: Oh, so you're okay?
2: That's what I go for in uh, music. Little L- Will, is Will, Will the, Clark uh, action. Hey, the, yeah. the yeah. they're the the is
0: always wearing one too. So I mean, I think Metallica's played the national anthem at a bunch of Giants. Yeah, shows. they have. I've uh, seen
1: them at Giants games. There's Metallica Day. I've been to Metallica Day at
0: Giants. Games, you know, nothing makes me think of Metallica more than the baseball. Nine <laughs> yeah, of baseball.
1: You know, no, but it was a really, really enjoyable song.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, my only gripe with it is, it felt a little bit like a beefed up White Stripe song.
1: Yeah, I really um,
0: and I know they tend to do that kind of stuff. That's a little bit of their sound, but. I thought the and, and I didn't care for the shirt that the guy was wearing not the drummer the bass, bass player he looked a little douchey yeah um, but yeah really cool song I thought the fuzz sound on the bass was badass yeah. uh, all the distorted sounds and stuff like that did you get a
2: chance to listen to it Adam? yeah I listened to it you know what my favorite thing about it was no, those prima- the of no those prima donna guitar players <laughs> yeah <laughs> all cocksuckers. <laughs> they think they're the shit and then, like i was surprised cuz i i never heard of this band and i was watching i watched oh, okay. the i watched the live version cuz i think that's what the clip you sent yeah. and um i was like man that sounds like a guitar i was like where's the where's the guitarist yeah. and i was like oh sh- that's just the bass player i was like that was and i put like crunchy i liked that a lot and i like i like that kind of music in general kind of a funkier muse is what i've said
0: oh i can see that
2: and yeah love the bass uh, like the vocals could have gone for a bit more solo, like uh, two minutes. Like, he has this little solo, two minutes in. This is when I still thought I was a guitarist. Right. And it's just like a solo, it's like maybe 10 seconds, if that. And I was like, man, that was sounded badass. I could have gone for that to be a little bit longer.
0: That's kind of the challenge with those two-piece bands that are real yeah. bass heavy. Yeah. Is they're they're great at sticking with a riff and kind of driving it home. But there's nothing to put on top of it,
2: right? Exactly. So, and
0: it's my it's my same beef with the right white stripes on the opposite end. Whenever like white stripes would play and Jack White would do like a guitar solo, it all of a sudden felt empty because the bottom end dropped out. Right.
2: Unless he loops it, he's a big looper. He
0: yeah. And there's another like the band movie. that's really cool called Sixty Eight that does a lot of that kind of stuff. But it's just guitar. But he plays with like a bottom octave pedal, so it sounds
2: thick right. as fuck. I said four out of five stars. Uh, very impressive for not having a guitarist.
0: Nice. Yeah, I gave this one four. Four beards for me. We use a beard scale. Oh uh, my songs. bad. Yeah.
2: Four beards. Yeah. If you'd listened, you'd know. But yeah, I listened to one of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. And I just didn't know the bands, and uh, yeah. and I listened to the, some of the bands while like I would pause it and like listen to the songs. Which I, uh, as a listener of the podcast, I feel like that's a good way to consume it, and y'all should mm-hmm. encourage that. Yeah. Um, Plus, you get multiple clicks that way. They pause the podcast, (laughs) unpause it. Why am I doing this for you guys? What the fuck? (laughs) But yeah, I liked it a lot. I was really. I'll definitely check out that band a little bit more. We're the three
0: best friends that we (laughs) were.
2: Exactly. Yeah, they were like. That was. I was impressed. Yeah,
0: it was super cool. Um. So, like, there's three there's three bands that I can think of that have just that same dynamic. And they, they go from very traditional, which is Royal blood to more experimental. The middle point is like death from above 1979. They're mm-hmm. mer- They're a little more experimental experimental. And then there's this way on the edge band called lightning bolt. That's the drummer sings and they are bonkers, bro. Um, I, I think, I'm pretty sure if I were to recommend that Adam would go, nope, and just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of quickly change the subject. That's what that's what Adam typically does. With yeah, those going to be suggest. some interesting takes. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a right? guy that can't listen to Soundgarden. He can't hang with that. Yeah.
2: So. He sounds like he's got marbles in his mouth all the time. Chris Cornell. Huh? I just don't like his voice. I, I respect that it's got multiple octaves and all that shit, but I just don't care for it. And the, the music wasn't as good as like, Audio Slave was better than uh, Soundgarden, in my opinion. Oh, man,
1: that's such Ouch. a horrible take. Ouch. I, <laughs> I,
2: I, like, I love Rage Against the Machine. And my favorite part, like, well, Rage Against the Machine's amazing start to finish. True. Like, vocals are great, bass is great, drums great, Tom Morello's great. Like, it's all great. Mm-hmm. And Audio Slave, as so I didn't like, uh, of course, Cornell, because I never have, like, the energy of just having Rage Against the Machine energy back. On oh, a couple of the tracks, not all of them.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of Audio Slave felt it. It felt like winded. Yeah, like well, that, like, <laughs> like a stone Andrew song. like,
2: oh, all right. Like a stone sucked. Cochise, when that song first came out, I was like, that's a cool song. That was a fun song and a fun music video. It was like fireworks going off everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, like a, got to, I like
0: a lot of Audio Slave, but Soundgarden's such a favorite for me.
2: Yeah. yeah Spoon Man. I love Spoonman. Spoonman's Man. a great It's actually song. my favorite song by them. <laughs>
0: Goddamn Spoonman from the Soundgarden video. Yeah, at but. My parties. Uh, other, that's yeah. a Kenny Powers reference. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny.
2: Other than Spoonman, I don't know. I'm not, we don't need to get distracted at the Soundgarden. <laughs> well, I'm long-winded. You're naming three bands here. Uh, experimental. Yeah, but just because I named it doesn't mean you got to
0: comment on all of
2: them. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, I liked it.
1: Mark, what was your pick?
2: my good, pick good week smuggle
1: week for sniggle so, was yes. smuggle. <laughs> a smuggle this my smuggle it sounds yeah. like gollum <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> was a, gollum. Uh, i picked um i picked yours by zoo which his new album came out about a week ago and it's the only good song on the album i wanted to review the album but um i this song to me just hit me at the right place at the right time. It was something dancey, something kind of horny, something with a good vibe to it. Uh, the guest spot, I forget her name. What was it? Arctic, Arctic Lake. Lake. Mm-hmm. I thought she is a great voice. It, it was a it was like something familiar and something kind of new from zoo her her vocals in that just really like i don't know just got their hooks into me and uh really kind of set the tone for the past like week and a half for me and i thought the rest of his album was horribly go just awful which is bad sad because i really like most of his music but i was like okay this is one by- bright spot in a bunch of garbage <laughs> we, we can still review it we'll just yeah. trash it
2: <laughs> how many beers did you give royal blood by the way uh four okay. I gave all royal fours blood across four the board force yeah
1: Straight up. hell yeah it, yeah so um i i was just in a really like electronic kind of mood and I, there was a couple of other electronic tracks but that one just hit me right because her vocals are really pretty and so i just picked that what do you guys think about it
2: uh I I I actually I liked it. I I thought it was like I put mellow, a cool vibe. Really liked the mix of the vo- the voices and yeah, the, playing off each other. Uh kind of repetitive, but would be a good uh dance song. Three out of five. Uh okay.
0: yeah, I said I thought I had a really good a decent melody. i um, listen to more of them. I liked Arctic Lakes vocals better than, than his? his. Yeah. Um and like when I'm first listening to it, I went, eh? as the song went on, I liked it more and more as they kept adding different things. There's a really cool synth part, high synth part at like around two minutes and 40 seconds that I liked a lot. Um, I like the way I like the piano though, at the beginning that introduced it. And then I like that it, as the song goes, it keeps layering in more parts and more effects. I'm, I'm very big on that. Um, but overall I would say three and a half for me. Okay. I gave it a
1: four beards. Uh, like I said, I just, just, The rest of the album was so disappointing, but that one just really stood out to me. It's not his best work, but still pretty good. So, um, Adam, since you're the guest, we're going to go with your album first. (laughs) What did you pick this week to review?
2: Uh, Odd Blood by uh, Yaser. So uh, is that okay. from... Just, is it say or say? I don't know. I think
0: it's... I, I would say Yaysayer. Um, okay, I thought that's
2: what you were about to say. I was like, coming, no, at, was me all, coming at me hot already.
0: <laughs> no, no, but I, I want to ask you a very targeted question. How did you hear about this? <laughs> my brother. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, this is
0: not something you found on your own.
2: No. I, clearly. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of... So my brother is the one who I think... Yeah, he recommended them, but back whenever I was on Pandora... I had a, a really nicely cultivated station. It was a it, MGMT bass. Mm-hmm. and okay. then I like it would like recommend. I would like, and then it would that add makes more. Sense. And so it was like this kind of a, uh, a vibe. So I was bet- looking between this band and Pond. That was mm-hmm. the other option. Who I'm a big fan of, but they like they have some really high highs. Pond does, but most of their albums are mostly trash. I'm not trash. Just not. It's too experimental. Like it's. It's just kind of weird, but they have better overall songs than a lot of Ye Sayer, but Yeah this album I, I thought was pretty solid. Uh, start to finish, that's why I picked it.
0: I didn't know you were into like MGMT.
2: Oh yeah. I love them. One all, of my favorite I man. thought you were,
0: I thought you, your primary taste was into more soft rock. Yeah, here and, we go. Like, I mean, soft rock and folk and acoustic singer songwriter type stuff. Right? Yeah, that's fair. And man, dude, this caught me by surprise. This whole album caught me by surprised. Uh, and I'll be, I'll just let the cat out of the bag. I fucking loved this record, bro. Like, I was really into this. I got the... um, I wrote down, uh, this is what I want from an MGMT record that I don't get (laughs) from a lot of their stuff. Um, I also got a lot of of hints of, like, the Flaming Lips that I'm a big fan of. A lot of different influences coming out in this, but still very much a new way of presenting it. I thought they did a really good job. They sound like... They sound unique enough to where I go, okay, this is yay, Sarah. This isn't just a rip-off of MGMT or a rip-off of The Flaming Lips, but I can listen to it and tell, oh, they're into that, obviously.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, do
2: you want no. me to say stuff, or do you want to, do you want to go for it? <laughs> yeah. well,
0: tell us what you like about yeah.
2: it. Uh, the album? Yeah. yeah. What are
0: some uh, of the standouts to you?
2: So they have a run. So the, the intro, like the first song is... It's kind of a decent intro. It sets you up for like, you're about to hear something very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love well,
0: uh, the vocals on that first. Yeah. How they, they kind they, of like, grind Manipulated and distorted. Sounds like yeah. the, when the Matrix
2: a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but on the whole, not my favorite track. So, But then they go on a run of like track two, three, four, and five are all really good to great songs, in my opinion. And they're all unique. They're all have like an interesting sound. I really like. There's one that um that sounds like kind of like the Mario or not it's Mario Zelda yeah. vibes. Yeah, and I thought that was just so unique. And I like like you were saying like what I like about folk rock and that kind of stuff is it sets a vibe. It sets a mood. And a lot of Air's music is like a vibe. It's like <clears throat> this is just a chill feeling Mm -hmm. this is like good driving music this is good like listening just when you're like on the couch music Mm -hmm. uh for my taste i feel feeling mark's about to kind of try to rip it to shreds which may be a preemptive rip because he knows what's coming next but um (laughs) yeah i they had they kind of petered off towards the end of the album like um it's like uh love my girl i was like slow start weird track but kind of cool that Rome, like the last three songs, are probably I thought the weakest.
0: I would, I would agree. I still really enjoy them, though. But yeah, yeah they're not as strong as. I mean, this this album starts really strong. Oh
2: yeah, it me. does. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I like the children a lot. I like how it kind of sets the tone for everything that's about to follow. Yeah, there's some cool instrumentation to it. There's like some saxophone in in the, in back, the back of the mix towards yeah. the end of it,
2: and it's not overcrowded. That's what yeah. I love. So because you get some some really experimental music. Not to cut you off, but like I'll forget. Hey, you get to her super experimental and it's like too many noises and it's like it's like overwhelming this is not like that in my opinion it's just it's unique interesting sounds it's obviously it's not just something that you do with like a four part band it's very produced, but I like that i liked it a lot
0: I thought the mix was incredible on this. Yeah. the way the way that the Everything's. Put, this is a headphones record. I put yes. it on. Yeah. Listen to it in the car. Uh, I listened to both of your records on the way to and back from Houston a couple mm-hmm. of times. Uh, my wife got really tired of hearing both of them. <laughs> and then I listened to them some more when I was in Louisiana this week, both headphones. Headphone experience on this record by Yessayer completely different experience than just driving in the car they do cool stuff with panning to one side mm-hmm. to the next um very very well produced what do you think mark
1: i thought it was very well produced the musicians are very talent very talented i'm surprised i'm not more into this than i usually i think i thought i should have been uh i love chill music i love relaxing music uh, O n e o track five was a good song. I'd say it's yeah. probably my favorite one. That's the uh, best uh, one. That's yeah. probably, it's like
2: top three for sure. I've heard
1: it, I've heard it somewhere before and that's the thing. I didn't realize till I got to it first time through. I was like, I've heard this somewhere before and for the past week I haven't been able to figure out where I heard it from. I hate that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's been
0: driving me crazy. Um, Oh, and he's the one that gave me talking heads vibes Yeah, yeah. with the drums, like the, yeah. the kind of yeah. African drum sound that they're exactly. using in there. There's another band too that Oh, reminded me of that. I don't know if you guys are familiar with called fool's gold. I've heard they're, of them, but they're so listened. much fun to listen to. They're super talking heads influenced, mm-hmm. but they're like Israeli. And, uh, I'm surprised you haven't heard of them. You love that shit, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, they use a lot of that same kind of vibe, like, um, uh, world music influenced, but sure, to create right, yeah. something, uh, unique and new
1: which is, I always love stuff that's world music influence. This to me reminded me of something that you would hear in like some sort of like soundtrack that has like some sort of documentary about traveling or something like that. It gives you like, you can't place it to a certain little like, inspirational. Y- exactly. like you would have
2: like uh, you pan through like beautiful scenery of a right. where you're traveling to. Right. Um, motiv- motivational. I didn't,
1: I, the, the thing that stood out to me, i liked the choices like you said earlier, just to back up what you said earlier, Dan, of like some of the panning choices, the effects and things like that. Um, very beautifully well-crafted music. Yeah. It just didn't resonate with me on a super deep level. Okay. Outside of O-N-E, track five, it's just, not that, it, not that it's not good, it's just, it just, I just didn't make a connection. Sometimes, you know, you like hear an album or a song and you're just like, I just don't feel this. Not that it wasn't good, but which made me wonder like what makes you Adam like like this so much outside of just then the chill vibes
2: uh, it's unique, it has really cool, like I said, a lot of the tracks have like not video game vibes, like it's just the music was just really creative, like mm. I said there were the I think it's I remember that's the one I said it has like that Zelda vibe, yeah, it's just like kind of like digital bathy but done way better um
0: digital jacuzzi
2: (laughs) or is it digital it's digital bath right um no i was just being dumb but um (laughs) it's just it's i like the vocals a lot i mean the vocals aren't as good as the music in my opinion but they're also but they're also it's just it just sets the right tone It's, it's hard to explain um I like everything about it.
0: I just, I think I was surprised when you recommended this. Cause like uh, going and listening to it, there's some, there's some experimental choices on right. this. There's some stuff that came out of left field. And I was, I was, I guess under that you under Cause knowing what you, uh. what I know about you and your taste, this was so different from that that it defied my expectations, and that might have been what really drew me to it. Mm-hmm. Um, man, this is this is going to be in like regular rotation for me from now on. This is th- I really like this album. I'm I'm going to give it four and a half beards.
2: Yeah, that's what I, w- I what I would have it at. Yeah.
1: Okay. I I was not as generous. I'm giving it three. It's just I know it's just like a personal level thing for me, but I do recognize that it's truly good music and very artistically fueled. For me, it kind of like took me back to this, uh, for me, you know, for me, it's like everything is cinematic in my brain. and get pictures mm-hmm. and for me, I just saw like a bunch of hipsters in the summer in Portland, Maine trying to go get lobster rolls.
2: Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with yeah. lobster rolls? Oh, I love lobster <laughs> Have you rolls. Been matching to Maine? boat shoes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, that's
1: like my brain just went there and I was like, I'm back in Portland looking for a lobster roll. <laughs>
2: Let's get some <laughs> and I can't find shorts. Parking. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> this gets better and better. Come on. But I feel like you're your understanding of like my musical taste to a large degree comes from me. hamming it up about my Jim Croce love and all this other stuff. A
0: little bit. But I also know you got an affinity for like Simon and Garfunkel yeah, and right. the band yep. and, and a lot of more of that. And and there's there's elements of that that I just didn't hear at all in this. Oh, and for I've sure. not heard you describe. Uh, you've never mentioned MGMT to me before. Um, And so, yeah, man, this came out of nowhere. Yeah, I have and two like,
2: very unique tastes and they're very separate.
0: I got into what the first track is The Children. I yeah, think. yeah, The Children. I mean, by the time that one was done, I was like, Fucking go at them. Yeah. <laughs> like, good for you, bud. I was really proud. I almost yeah. texted you. It's we like to save our reactions to this until we get in the moment because I feel like it, it makes for better conversation. It's a little more of a surprise, right? You get a more dialogue on it. Um, but yeah, I was really close to sending you in a note and be like, dude, fucking, I'm proud of you today, bud. You, you did good. You heard it
2: here first, folks. <laughs> Knocking it out of the park.
0: Well, look, it's for now. Here's, With the, Dan, deal. Not here's the, park. the deal. Okay. <laughs> It's not the the. It's not a competition, right? Okay, we sit agree. down and we do these records. It's not meant to be as one better than the other. It's it's very much just who likes what and what do you Are like you about Mark it? up? For um, a- no, but Adam won this week. <laughs> <laughs> In your opinion, <laughs> <laughs> my opinion's the law.
1: Uh, okay, so uh, this week I picked. A very old record from 21 years ago. uh, A band from New England called the Juliana Theory and their album Emotion is Dead. And this album I've always enjoyed, but kind of a weird story about how I got into this band's particularly this this album. So back when this music was out, I was only listening to stuff like metal or hardcore, just hard, heavy music. I, I hated anything else. I hated anything calm. I was just always about what's the hardest heaviest music I could find. And so the vocalist and guitar player for this band, Brett Detter was in another uh, metal band called Zao, and I had followed them for years. Well, he quit Zayo to start this band, and I heard their first EP, and I was like, oh, this is like weak sauce, like wuss rock. I hate it. And I wrote off the first uh, EP, and my brother loved it, and he kept trying to get me to listen to it. And I was like, no, I don't listen to music like that. And like, I was like, what, 18, 19 years old, just like a twat. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I did it. I, I hated <laughs> it. Exactly. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't listen to anything. I didn't have a, a very open mind at all. So, Ironically, this band formed because of Limp Bizkit. Well,
2: oh, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: So the, anyways, the story is that Brett, they were touring, Zaya was touring, and somebody else in the band, he won't say who, would not stop playing Limp Biscuit, And they got in a fight about it, and he was like, that's it. He, I'm quitting the band. So he quit the band because the other guys wouldn't stop listening to Limp Biscuit, and he wanted to play something a bit more even keeled. Oh, so
0: the other band broke up, right? Because of Limp Bizkit. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: he left the band, started the Juliana theory and then this album came out. So anyways, my brother, one day I went, came back from college to visit. He's like, Hey, Juliana theory came out with a new album. I was like, dude, I don't care. I don't like their first one. He's like, no, really? You should give this a listen. And I was like, fine, whatever. I'll give it a listen. And I'll be honest. I had a very closed mind. I was like, this is going to be garbage. Mm -hmm. And From the first 30 seconds, I was like, wow, this is actually, I actually enjoy this. So I listened to the whole thing all the way through. And since it was 2000, I was like, burn me a copy of this. (laughs) (laughs) And I went and took it back to college and I shared it with everybody. And it was a huge hit, like all my friends, all my girlfriend. Oh, my girlfriend's, wow, that sounds terrible. My girlfriend. <laughs> oh,
0: steer into that, bud.
1: Yeah. Um, everybody liked it. And over time, I began to appreciate it more and more. And it was funny because, like, back then when I was, like, 18, 19, it was like, you, like when you were into, like, metal and hardcore, you didn't listen to emo music or music like this. And so, like, I had friends, like, make, oh, why do you listen to that? That music is shit. And I was like, no, but it's actually really good. I was like, it's really well written songs. And this guy is a very talented singer and songwriter and he's got a whole band behind him. I went and saw him maybe like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Fantastic live show. One of the best live shows I've ever seen. It always, now it reminds me that, Hey, you know, this is a good like reminder for me. Like don't ever write off music because always give music a shot. Even if you don't like it, at least give it a fair shot because Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be terrible and it wound up being one of my favorite albums of all time.
2: So what was the name of the singer again?
1: Brett Detter.
2: Yeah, he is a debtor because he owes me 59 minutes of my life back.
0: Good job, Friday yeah, I, I,
2: I held that in. <laughs> how long as soon as he said the guy's name, I was like, "That's that's appropriate." Adam, Adam was like,
0: <laughs> "His legs were shaking a little bit before his yeah. face was getting red." It's like when Cartman was trying not to make fun of Kyle's Jewish cousin. Yeah. Like, exactly.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what's your uh, hilariously bad take on this, Adam?
2: Uh, I, I actually, so I have rated every single song. Mm-hmm. Um, now, okay. Yeah, but I don't know how deep we want to go with this because uh, it, it'll get kind of mean and repetitive <laughs> um i said like i'll just give you the rating out of you're not gonna like this but my rating for the album overall was a one out of five um said most of my criticisms could be the same for each song because they all sound the same all are very uh repetitive and unimpressive is what i put mm-hmm. uh this music is like a, for angsty 15 16 and 17 year olds and then i can literally go through the album the inter, uh, Into the Dark, more like uh, Into the Yellow Card. Uh, whiny and original, oh, <laughs> whiny and original li- <laughs> lyrics.
0: <a> horrible joke.
2: <laughs> Basic music, one out of five.
0: More like Into the Yellow Card.
2: <laughs> I mean, I have kind of funny little titles were for you, all of them. Were you proud of that? You no, that? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you proud of that? Yeah, like um, Don't Push Love Away, more like <laughs> I'd like to push this music away. <laughs> I said I put so 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 soft uh, the voice drums like piano so, so bad guitar <laughs> blend into a blob of meh one out of five like I I, I, I pretty hard on a bunch of them I will say this like their best song on the entire album was the last one uh, even though and it could have been even better but it was so fucking long um, I think it was like nine minutes or something uh-huh. like like that the mm-hmm. um, like little funky bass line like two and a half minutes in. Is that, I,
0: you always say goodnight, good night, good night. night.
2: That's the one you're talking about. Um, he didn't even listen to this. No, that's number. That's song number twelve. This is song number thirteen. <laughs>
0: you like the most? Oh, oh the yeah. Right. So All, always say good night is okay, the long okay, one. yeah.
2: They they're, they, they're meant they, to be listened to at side the same by side. Time. Yeah. let Oh, so yeah. I was like, they dro- They have this funky bass line that mm. comes in, and they they just drop it. Like after like thirty seconds of doing, it, they just like drop it. And I was like, what the fuck. It was like that. It was like the best track by by a mile. Um, yeah, just not a big fan. Uh, of this kind of music in general. But like, I didn't know that they were that old till I, I had like. I, was, I legitimately thought I was like, "Is Mark fucking with me?" Is he, is, <laughs> I was like, "Did he know? He knows I was gonna come on." I was like, "Did he play this to, to, to mess with me?" But no, this is just not my genre. Like, uh, well,
1: I knew no all. matter what I picked, you weren't gonna like it. So I just picked. something I liked that your I single. Liked. I see which actually surprised me yeah I didn't think you would like it
2: but uh um it's like the de- so they might have been like on the early start of emo.
0: I think it so, was it feels it's like it, yeah, was it was like a very early sunny start. Day real estate yeah
2: yeah they so I never real heard real of them time. but because like a lot of my stuff is like oh this sounds like this this sounds like this mm-hmm. but in fact it's probably yellow card sounds like um Yellow Card was after these guys. What is it? Uh, Juliana, Jul- Dan, Juliana Theory? Guy.
1: Yeah. And actually, I did that to Dan like a couple months ago with Training for Utopia. Dan was like, it sounds too much like Diliger Escape Plan. I'm like, this was years before that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess I have a knack. I, I've always liked music. I've always liked finding music that nobody else has ever heard of and then seeing if it's any good. Mm-hmm. It's been something that's just, I don't know. I'm not big on radio. I don't like listening to a playlist too much. I want... To find something on my own, which is kind of the whole reason Dan and I started this podcast. Um like I like to that all to be said, like I kind of understand because I know a lot of other people that were like, oh, it's just too slow, it's too repetitive. I don't I don't hear the repetitiveness, but then again, you know, Yay Sayer to me doesn't, you know, do it for me, but it obviously does it for you guys. So to each their own. Mm -hmm.
2: So, So I came up with like weird little titles uh or rewritten titles for most of the tracks ever track seven which uh-huh. is 100% appropriately titled if I told you this was killing me would you stop <laughs> <laughs> which uh, I thought that was very appropriate uh, but I give like a, there are a couple of tracks that got like two, um, two out of five um, and the last one got two and a half out of five but it was pretty uh, pretty tough sledding other than that would you, I, can't, I can't think of anything that I particularly liked about um But that, like, emo is so low on my, like... uh, Radar? Yeah. Or not radar, my likes. Like, it it does everything I don't like, and it doesn't do anything that I do like. So Mm -hmm. it's like, you could have given me any uh, emo, or even emo-adjacent album, I probably would have... (laughs) (laughs) Emo-adjacent? I would have probably ripped it to shreds.
1: That's outstanding. What are your thoughts,
2: Dan?
0: I I feel like, yeah, I... So I'm not not as familiar with emo as a genre. Mm Mm-hmm. For the same reason as Adam, pretty much everything that I've heard at first glance or is first within the first thirty seconds of most emo bands it, I can tell pretty quickly that it's not my style mm-hmm. um a lot of a lot of other emo and i I get emo and pop punk oftentimes confused. they came out at the same, same time. time, so mm-hmm. bands that are emo like your i guess panic at the disco would be an example of an emo band or yellow card. To me, I hear a lot of similarities in like bands like Good Charlotte or All mm. American Rejects. And there's there's a whole group of those that I just I, I don't like. I feel like the singing is the big thing that draws me away from it. There's that kind of like it's like, I wanna know yeah, yeah, yeah. why. Why would you be my girlfriend? Yeah. Nobody <laughs> like me in high school. And it's Are it's, those
2: actual lyrics from this album? No, that's what I wrote. Uh oh. <laughs>
0: This felt Sorry, like, you didn't have a good felt like experience early, in high school. It felt like late 90s, though. And I didn't get yellow card vibes, probably because I didn't listen to it that much. What kept coming to mind for me was Third Eye Blind.
2: Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know why. It was, it was wine. I,
0: I, There's nothing to tie it to Third Eye Blind, but more of more. I, so I guess what it on a personal note, when Third Eye Blind came out with that first record with yeah. uh, Semi-Term Semicharm Life. Life and uh-huh. Jumper and... How's it gonna be? I think was on there and mm-hmm. all that. I had a friend in high school who thought it was the best record ever. And Third Eye Blind at the time was a good band. And they were hot with yeah. you too. They were extremely popular, but I couldn't ever get into it. And that's how I felt with this record. Was I'm mm-hmm. listening to? I'm like, these guys are very talented. They're clearly good at what they do, but are it's they? not resonating with me. I feel like yeah. So the the where I'll differ from you is I feel like they had. More diversity in songwriting. I didn't mm-hmm. get the repetitious what? sound. Um I felt like I, I felt like they were trying to write a lot of different songs. Mm-hmm. And it felt a almost little every,
2: more... Almost every song has a repeating line. Almost every song has you says mean, lyrically. Says it. Yeah. In a yeah,
0: I'm not talking about lyrically, I'm talking <laughs> no, about no, just
2: no, 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 not a chorus. Sonically. Like the same yeah. word. <laughs> the same word or like a same phrase is saying re- sang over and over and over again. And one thing that the I mean, the vocal styling is not my taste, but like this, when you said that this guy was a, a vocalist who left a band and was like, I'm going to do exactly what I want. He clearly is in charge of what's happening on the final product because the vocals were so prominent yeah. to the point where the music just kind of was just like background. It was like, okay, he just wants to get his poetry out there with a little bit of music behind it. It seemed like.
0: I thought they were good at writing catchy melodies. I mm-hmm. thought a lot of this, I could listen to this and go, yeah, this is catchy. Uh, there was one track on it. I, I forgot which one it was And my, I'm sitting there, I'm driving and my wife goes, Oh, that's in a, that's in a movie. Uh, she's like, she's pretty sure that's in a movie. And I was like, which one? And she goes, I don't know, maybe like a night's tale or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't name the movie, but uh, she felt like it was in like one of those teen movies. And I, I said that, that feels a little accurate. Mm-hmm. It does feel like it would be in um kind of like movie. an early two thousands. Yeah. Not like not another teen movie, but in that genre. Right. Clearly, the best song to me is the same as Adam's. You always we'll say, say goodnight, good night, goodnight, goodnight. and then Emotion is dead exactly. part two. Yeah. I loved those. I liked Emotion is Dead Part One, mm-hmm. the instrumental I thought was very badass. Um But, again, I feel like this is a band that's trying to figure out what kind of band they're going to be moving forward, Mm -hmm. and they're trying out a lot of different genres. It felt a little bit like an emo buffet. Uh, (laughs) You know, you get a little bit of everything on your plate. And I'd be curious to see if, like, later on, if they settled into one direction no pun intended <laughs> if, they, if they if they picked like sort of one of those different kind of ways and went because some of the songs are very pop driven some of the songs are a little bit heavier mm-hmm. some of the songs are full-on ballads and it you could tell this guy's he's the primary songwriter is like going all right i'm gonna see where i can take this and see right. what i can do with it um but again to same thing with you with yay you can tell they're good at what they do it just didn't hit you. I could tell these guys are good at what they do. They just didn't hit me. If mm. I was into emo, I'd probably think this is the bee's knees and I'd be all for it. Um, I'm gonna, I ended up right dead in the center, two and a half beards. Okay. I
2: guess- We're nothing without you is not bad. I remember I... I I like that. That was like a, was like a li- little bit more heavier, a little darker. Mm-hmm. Um, I put by far the most bearable song so far.
0: I like that one. I like to the tune of 5,000 mm-hmm. Screaming Children was really cool. Th- so the the times that they stayed in a little bit of a heavier space, I was really good with it.
2: But what annoyed me is they did this multiple, multiple times. They, ha- they would start out with something that would be like, okay, where's this going? And then they would just destroy it. Like they they would come in with like just Pure vocals, or, or just, uh, it was just weird. Like they'd have a like, this is a little funky, this is a little interesting, and then, but, pfft. no,
1: I gave it five beards. Gee,
0: <laughs> 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 to
1: me, it's a perfect album, <laughs> across the
0: board. Is, is it? What do you think about it? Is is perfect? Why would you say? Songwriting, I think
1: it's diverse, varied songwriting. Yep. That's one thing I do like about it, like the the experimentation of trying different things. Yeah, there's some heavier songs. There's some darker songs. There's some really chill, mellow songs. Uh, <clears throat> I like the fact of them taking a ballad and then throwing in with an electronic song at the end. Like, who does that?
0: Yeah, and, and normally I would be really down for that. I, <laughs> I typically yeah. like bands that go in a bunch of different directions. Um, but there's something about when... This band did it. It felt like um, they weren't being Juliana Theory yet. felt like they hadn't figured out what Juliana Theory sounds like yet. And that's Mm. why I think by maybe album two or album three, if I were to listen to those, I'd go, yeah, now they got it. Or if that continues to be their sound, it might change the way I feel about this one.
1: Right. So they have a few other albums. To me, this one's the best one still. But a, uh, yeah. Not every music, not every artist is for everybody.
2: Yeah, so I was into music uh, back at that time period, actually, like that two thousand one or two thousand two thousand one, like basically high school years, right? And I played a little bit of music, not not ever like to where we were playing shows or anything. We just little garage stuff, but um, we would go to shows. uh, I can't remember the name of this place in Old Town Spring, and like a lot of the the music. Blue Giraffe, huh? The blue giraffe. Oh, what's that? I see the
0: coffee shop. I <laughs> shop performed at once.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> no, it's like it was something like it was a known like tween bar where like people would have their their bands come and play, and a lot of it was like in this vein, like um, and maybe it's just that time period.
0: Would you think emo like Weezer is an emo band? No, I've heard them called emo. That's it's a tough genre to pin down. It's very hard to pin down.
2: Yeah. See, I don't and I don't consider. You I don't want to pin it to down. I like email. to leave it away. Yeah. I like to Maybe, let uh, yeah. let it do its thing, and I'll just leave it alone.
0: But there was some stuff on this record that almost had hints of future post hardcore stuff. Yeah. I e circus survive yeah. some at the drive in stuff. That's the stuff I like because I like that genre. So when they yeah. did more of that, I went, "Oh, yeah. stick with that. Do more of that." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, a yeah, that so um. That's all we have for uh, for the music today, this Adam. a
0: Short episode. I thought you were going to have more to say, Adam. Well, I have then,
2: extensive notes on this. I don't like how once. How much do you want me to beat a dead horse here? <laughs> <laughs> like I hated the album. Uh, uh, let's see here. What's uh, the nine and a half minutes.
0: I thought you'd have more to say about like the band you picked. Pick. Yeah, you know? that's what oh I was yes, yeah, they great. We landed, okay. Well, it's too late now. We're done. But yeah. like, I thought you would be like, yeah, this is why you know I, what I go, like about
2: lo- it. You're like, but you're like, yeah, it's chill. I was, that's the thing. Is like, I was like you said. Whenever we were talking beforehand, <laughs> whenever we were talking beforehand, you're like, "Yeah, we'll ask you a couple of questions. Just be able be able to do that." I, if we want to go track by track, I have <laughs> notes for every single song on both albums because I did my research. goddamn. it. Whenever I'm over children, it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, Ambling Alps, uh, Funky Hook with Funky music could have been like a good dance track. That's Track Two on mm-hmm. Yessera's album, Matt. Matter red. Look how you're walking it back now. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, calling me out. I, I said
0: more about fault. both. I was prepared. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm glad you came on. This. Yeah. yeah. This is fun. Okay. So hey, I really enjoyed your pick a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Adam. So do
2: you want to share any social media before we jet? Um. Adam Jr. Eighty. Nineteen eighty-five. Mm-hmm. I went At real. Gmail.com. No. On, on Instagram. <laughs> <At> uh. <Rocketmail. laughs> Listen to No Country for Middle Aged Men. Uh, great podcast. Uh, funny people. Co host is kind of a prick. Uh, no, I'm okay. kidding. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, check that out. Check that on, on Facebook. Uh, check out my Facebook, uh, Adam Radloff. It's R A D as in David, L I F F as in Frank for any uh, future uh, comedy shows. That's you're going to say for any ladies out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. And, check uh, out Pond. They, they we'll check out check out you, you
0: recommended them to me and I listened to that one album you told me about because um, I had heard Yay before too and I, I, I enjoyed that too. I was...
2: They have some really high highs, that's what I was saying. Uh, and then they'll have just like tracks that are completely forgettable.
0: We'll have to get you back on and we'll do that one or, or another one of your picks next time too.
2: I, well, it, if we were peeing on the curtain back, I tried to pick uh, Phil Collins uh, album but y'all weren't down for that. And I didn't
1: want to have to witness a murder.
2: And then I tried to do Jim, Cro- Jim Croce's Greatest Hits, which, by the way, is like 30 bangers on an album.
0: It's a Greatest
2: Hits. What do you I mean? Yeah, but uh, still. I, <laughs> that was that I, I That's
0: we, like if we were to invite you on and you're like, okay, my pick is now that's what I call music, 27. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a fucking great album.
2: <laughs> so it would be nice to be able to, to make, that'd be a fun episode where you make an album of a certain band's best songs like this would be my perfect beatles album my my perfect yay album or pawn or or any band uh deftones if you want to do that to where you get the best because that's how i listen to music i don't listen and it probably shows it based on my critiques and stuff but like i usually just hit listen to the hits so the songs that i'll do like the spotify where i make the top 10 songs and i'll listen through them sometimes i'll even like skip around in the song. Like, Get out. I'm like, yep, no. I. Uh, I. I, I, I <laughs> like how
0: you're like, sometimes I'll skip around.
2: <laughs> no, within, within, within the like song. Within the song. Yeah. Like, I'll jump oh, forward yeah. 30 seconds. Oh, like,
0: why? Why would you do that? it's
2: not interesting. Like, this is oh, not then catching just me.
0: Skip the song.
2: Well, that's what I, If it doesn't have anything that catches me, I'll never listen to it again. But um, yeah, I don't listen to albums per se.
0: I like, I still like listening to albums. I like sitting down and going start to finish all the way through hearing something as it's intended.
2: Yeah, that was one nice thing about Yesir, which is a tricky thing to do. Like The Beals did it with uh, that uh, Golden Slumber uh, melody or whatever it's called, and to where you have to listen to it uh, through because the songs all play into each other. Yesir had that couple of times where the outro to one Mm -hmm. song would be the intro to the next song, which is... Also kind of impressive.
1: That's always something that's really, I've really enjoyed when artists do when the one song goes into the next one.
2: I do. But if you listen to music, I I normally do. That's it's weird. It's like Mm -hmm. abrupt. Like, Oh, what does this music or the sound the second the track starts?
1: Yeah. So Dan, I forgot. What'd you pick for next week?
0: Okay. I think it's time next week. I want to do, I want to finally get to the new death from above 1979 record that I was talking about earlier. It's called death from above 1979 is for lovers and it's been out now for a few weeks. We just haven't gotten to it because I've had some other stuff that I wanted to get to first. But let's review that. Let's do okay, it.
2: cool. I've hey, actually uh, listened to that album. Pure shit. <laughs> One out of five. No, I'm kidding. I've never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, but you like the Royal
0: th- Blood record? It's yeah. a lot. It's very similar it's very to that, similar. but a little more like Queens of the Stone Age kind of vibes.
2: I love Queens of the Stone Age. there You
0: go. Then check it out. Let me know what you think. Send us a. A note at wherepod at gmail.com. Yeah,
2: by the way, I sent a note in uh, that I thought it was hysterical. Oh, yeah,
0: but that one wasn't good. So we uh, yeah we carried on with life.
2: So <laughs> listeners, just <laughs> listeners, just know that if you send something in, they may just completely ignore it. What so. did you send
0: I don't check it. Mark's the only one that. I has sent access. it to you. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah you have no one? excuse. And then it took a couple times Adam was we like, We referenced don't share it on the podcast yeah, we that did Adam reference. didn't listen to. So, yeah, right. okay.
2: Oh, damn. We did the next week. Yeah. My bad, guys. What was y'all's? best episode so far if you were like recommend any of the ones that you weren't on oh <laughs> <laughs> i enjoyed it. I, it I actually told somebody where i was like telling them i was gonna be on this podcast i was like i should probably we should probably review the album i listened to first because like if we listen if we review the one that you recommended first i was like I'm going to be so negative on it, like Mark's going to try to rip mine to shreds. And she's like, no, that's super calculated. You can't do that. That's manipulative. I was like, all right, I'll just do whatever flow they have.
1: (laughs) Well, I always let the guests go first. I figure that's... Gentlemanly. Very nice thing to do. Um, Next week, I picked something super sexy. I picked Miguel's album, Wild Heart. Mark likes a lot of...
0: Sexy stuff, he does. He likes a lot of sexy music. That's right. Well, you
2: like that's uh, why, Yaysayer, I think they had some elements of sexy. I think Pond is probably sexier. I haven't or- listened to Pond,
1: I need to go check them out.
2: MGMT is always great, but I feel like if. I wanted to pick one of theirs, it but I was like everyone already knows them.
0: Their one album everybody loves. I didn't like their second record, where they went into like surf rock territory. I've tried so yeah, hard. To, tr- it's c- congratulations, I think, is the name of it. Mm. I, man, I tried so hard to get into that, and it just didn't do anything for me. I even listened they, to it like a year ago to go. All right, maybe I'm different now, and I went back. <laughs> <and> went, nope, <laughs> still yeah. don't like it.
2: Well, they specifically like went out of their way, like we don't want to be labeled as this, just like the kids and. Uh, yeah, still,
0: I s- still think they could have written some better songs. Oh, I agree. they get that, going in a different direction, but...
2: Yeah. Um, their, their album after that is a, back to return to more poppy stuff. The Little Dark Age is a great track.
0: I liked that one, the first and their third one, and then it kind of dropped they, off the map for them. I, didn't, I haven't listened to a whole lot of their... I think
2: stuff. they just came out with a new album not that long ago. Not, not that I'm a big music uh, wonk.
1: Wonk, 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 wonk. Okay, so, uh, Dan, where can people find you if they uh, need one to?
0: Check me out on Instagram at Dwight Privilege.
1: And you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Underscore Pockets. Thank you, everybody, for listening and tolerating Adam. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs>